The coaches start to head towards the midcourt line. The Illini going to go to 10 and 2 in the Big Ten. How about that? Yeah, well, so uh, a huge, huge road win. Yeah, no, not, uh, Indiana's not going to lose too many games here at home. And for us to come in and play the way we did and was so resilient and play, it's just a, 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 such a clean and perfect uh, second half. Ten seconds to go. Indiana's just going to dribble it. No shot attempt. Mike Woodson waves the white flag. 74-57. Illinois is going to wind up with a lopsided win in Bloomington. How do you like that? Woo. Always good to beat Indiana. Yeah, don't mind being wrong every now and then. Game went to plan for the first half, and then the Illini locked down on defense. Trent Frazier takes over on offense, and Illinois comes away with their biggest win at the Assembly Hall in Indiana, 74-57. Welcome into the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Evan Kahn, Mike LaTulip with you here, wrapping up this one. First, with our rapid reaction brought to you by Kozad Asset Management, and we welcome in former Illini Mike LaTulip. I thought I was going to be sweating that one out, but... Kind of went into cruise control the last four minutes. Illini taking care of taking care of business on the road. Yeah, Brad Underwood mentioned it, right? Right after the game. Defense travels, effort travels, rebounding travels, and they did all that in, in the second half. And you look at these, you know, these two games, right? On the road at Indiana, on the road at Purdue. And, you know, even if you split it, you you, you feel all right. But being able to go and get this one on the road and the way you did it. It's going to mean a lot going into that game on Tuesday, but such is life in the Big Ten, right? You can celebrate this one, and then here comes Purdue. So it's going to be a fascinating game on Tuesday, but, man, you got to enjoy the moment in a 17-point victory on the road in Bloomington because it doesn't happen often. Yeah, we are definitely here to celebrate this win on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Kofi took a while to settle in, but he still finishes with his customary near double-double, 17-8. and eight, But really can't say enough about Trent Frazier. When the guards were getting pushed around there in the first half and to early to start the second half, he's the one who took over on offense, got everybody going, and the Illini put away the Hoosiers. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Kozad Asset Management for half a century They've been a part of every one of our Illini football and basketball postgames. Cozad Asset Management, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. We want to hear your thoughts on this one. Already got plenty of texts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. And you can give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show after an Illinois win. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. 
Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with COZAD, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. Another one bites the dust. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini Game Day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217 351 Five three five seven. Now, the Fasteners Etc. post-game show with your host, Evan Kahn. Can't have overrated from the crowd here. <laughs> Kofi with two points so far. Melendez looking for the inbound. Left corner, Frazier. Step back three. Yes, got it. Frazier just slid open to the corner. Nobody found him. And Frazier kicking the left corner to RJ. Back to Trent. Trent step back. 19-footer. Got it. Tough two-point shot. Little give and take there. Yeah. Melendez and Frazier. Tough first half for Kofi Coburn, but Trent Frazier picks up the slack, and they both get it going in the second half. Trent finishes with 23 overall. And the Illini put away the Indiana Hoosiers 74-57. to Fasteners, etc. post-game show. You just heard Gene with the numbers. Give us a call, 217-356-9397 on the fan line or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Brent in Belleville says that he's been to one other Big Ten venue outside of the State Farm Center, and that would be the Assembly Hall in Bloomington. And he knows how difficult it is to win on that court. Only the second time Illinois has won at the Assembly Hall in the last decade. And the last one, of course, was last year. But, uh, yeah, the the crowd was into it for the majority of it until the Illini really put things away late. And it's just a, another statement when on the road for Brad Underwood's team. They just they do that a lot here lately. We go to the fan line, 217-356-9397. I don't have a name here for you, callers. So uh, we're just shooting into the breeze. Hey there. You're on the air. Okay, hey, uh, I thought, you know, everybody was out there today just making plays, even um, Hawkins, you know, uh, holding up on that screen and getting a steal. It was a real good win, real good win. And we just – it's I don't want to say they're bums, but we outclassed them in the second half. 
Yeah, I don't think Indiana is a, a great team uh, going into it. I had a feeling the Illini would win. Uh, you know, just considering the environment and and everything, I figured it would be close. But um, yeah, Illinois clearly looked like the better team, especially down the stretch there uh, in the second half, which is kind of the theme that we've seen from Indiana over the last few years. Yeah, no question. I, I think ultimately you mentioned the contributions from everybody, and you don't have to have these unbelievable performances from everybody on your team, but if guys can pitch in for two, three minutes, Hawkins, he didn't have the best first half. He didn't even have the best you know, couple minutes when he was in the second half, but that big play that he had when it was a 10 or 11-point game, getting in that gap, poking the ball away, and Trent was able to recover it, those are the types of things you need. I thought Melendez gave great minutes today. I thought Goody great, gave great minutes today. And all of that's going to set you up nicely if you do need to count on certain guys in late February, in early March, in the NCAA tournament. So, man, I, that second half couldn't have gone <laughs> – it looks like it couldn't have gone any better. I just um, – I also thought that Kofi, once he got going especially, um, Trace Jackson, um, he just he, – he owned him. Kofi owned him. Yeah, he did. He, he did. And I think, too, part of it, you know, you got to give Kofi and Omar Payne, for that matter, a lot of credit in that second half. Trace Jackson Davis is out the first half, right? So it's going to be hard for him to get into a rhythm, but you don't want him to get into that rhythm. So they did such a good job of shutting him off, didn't let him go baseline a ton, forced him into the help. And then offensively, you know, Illinois is able to knock down some three-point shots, and that's part of what opens up things for Kofi, just like Kofi opens up things for them. So the the balance there in the second half, I thought really – put Indiana in a really tough spot. Anything one else, Tom? One last thing. Yep. Yeah, one last thing. Uh, we got Tuesday night coming up, uh, Purdue. And uh, I, I thought of this. I thought it was kind of funny. But any chance we get a feud, really get a feud going between Edie and Kofi, and uh, maybe they can head on WrestleMania, <laughs> Battle of the Beef. <laughs> They do need something different for WrestleMania other than Roman and Brock again. But uh, those two guys don't strike me as those kinds of personalities. But uh, it, it'll definitely be a, a dogfight on Tuesday night. Wait, thanks a lot, guys. You have a good day. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Todd. On the fan line, 217-356-9397. Josh in Colorado Springs uh, along the same line. Uh, line I road wing it. Road win at Indiana is always special. Now go win at Purdue. Go Illini. 618 Texter, I see you there. Enjoying the orange throwback unis today. Um, you can't argue with that. Love the orange unis as well. And, and something that maybe we'll, we'll get into, we don't really need to since the Illini won by 17, but uh, 217 Texter asking about the intentional foul on Luke Goody in the first half. That was just a, a sequence where things got out of control. It could have spiraled as the game went along, but I thought the Illini's composure, especially in that scenario, it's a four-point swing. You get the free throws. They hit a shot. They end up hitting another shot, which I think was Indiana's biggest lead there in the first half, but the Illini didn't let it get away from them. Yeah, you're right, and I think when that moment happened, the Curbelo trip, the goody foul, the flagrant, crowd's getting into it. I got I got a Marquette feeling for a second there, <laughs> and you, you hope that that doesn't snowball, right? And, and it's 1911. You don't want that to get to 2511 and get down and get the crowd back into it and give them a 10-point cushion now bringing back in Trent, uh, Trace Jackson Davis. So you're right. No, I, I thought that was a pivotal moment of the game. That rule 
we can get into it later, definitely needs <laughs> to be changed. And and it's the right call, but because the rule's so bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the rule right now is, you know, if you don't make a play on the basketball, it's a it's an intentional foul and it's a flagrant one. And they need to find ways, especially in those open court fouls. You see all the time in the NBA, yeah. they, they stop fast breaks. Draymond Green's probably the best in the NBA doing it. And, and that's all Luke Goody was doing there. There was no malintent and uh, it needs to be fixed. But but credit this team and their maturity to to not let that snowball. Yeah, that was a, a freshman who made the play. And Crabello was the one who was tripped, you know, coming back from, from everything. So, um yeah, it, it was a, an awkward situation, as Mike said, but the Illini able to overcome it. We go back to the fan line, 217-356-9397. Steve is down in Kentucky celebrating the Illinois win. Yes, absolutely, guys. Uh, wow. Um, I just feel like each one of our wins just seems to feel bigger and bigger because uh, at Indiana, that environment is definitely uh, – uh, a solid special win, so definitely uh, celebrating on this one. Just a few thoughts on the game. Uh, I thought first half, you know, we kind of played into uh, Indiana's game plan of, of being really physical, making everything really tough on us, uh, and kind of mucking up the game a little bit. And, you know, we, we battled through it, only a, a two-point uh, deficit. Um, but Kofi, you know, he's such a special player and so dominant and it's easy to kind of sometimes pick on him. I, I find myself sometimes getting frustrated because I felt like first half, he just wasn't really himself. Uh, he, he's kind of hunched over a lot on defense with, with not putting his hands up and contesting shots. But then all of a sudden it's like a switch went off on him in the second half and he's, his defense kind of turned into offense you know he was uh being active his hands were active he was poking balls out he blocked that shot you know trace jackson davis was having a tough time getting around him had a couple turnovers and then that just seemed to get him going on the offensive side uh he started to get more comfortable uh just being patient working for his shot and uh kicking it out when he needed to for that huge three that trent frazier hit and uh just thought he he really played well but for him to be National Player of the Year or even Big Ten Player of the Year for that matter, I think he's got to show he can do it against the elite big. So uh, Tuesday night will be big, um, you know, for the line and him especially to kind of hopefully get some redemption. And I'm hoping he'll be active like he was in that second half and, and uh, rebound and, and play defense because I think that helps him on the, the offensive end. But uh, great win, guys. Great show. Uh, I'll uh, hang up and, and listen to your, uh, your thoughts. Yeah, appreciate the call as always, Steve. And we tend to forget that these games are, are played by humans, especially after the human goes 16 for 19 and just destroys Wisconsin the other night. But I, I thought Kofi was just uncomfortable early. He wasn't seeing shots fall in. And, and to his, uh, like Steve was saying, you know, Trace Jackson Davis is no slouch in the post. But I thought he was uncomfortable, the environment just settling in, and he eventually did settle in. And he found that in the second half going off for, for 12 points and six boards. And I think the biggest thing when you or just driving home that he felt uncomfortable was he only had two boards in the first half. And when Kofi's not rebounding, I, I think to. Steve's point if he's getting after it on the rebounds he's getting after it on defense things flow into the offense and he put it together better in the second half this has been part of his maturation process I think early on in his career 
a bad first half kind of led to a bad second half and it was hard for him to really get a rhythm but he's he's really like he's really done so much better this year taking the first half okay wasn't great couldn't really find a rhythm and then just remaining patient and saying hey I'm Kofi Coburn and no matter what I'm rolling out there in the second half and you still got to deal with me and I I think what's really really interesting is he's done that a few times this year Mm -hmm. think about the Maryland game he sits for the last 10 minutes of the half comes in and is just absolutely unstoppable in the second half he's been a little bit of the grim reaper the last couple games here he goes up against you know johnny davis right and national player of the year candidate gets the best of him trace jackson davis another first team all big 10 you know guy potentially and you get the best of him and now you got to go back against the purdue bigs (laughs) against Edie, who got the best of kofi here in champaign and if you're kofi you got to be coming into that game with a lot of confidence and surely from this Wisconsin game and, you know, now from this, uh, you know, from this Indiana game, he shouldn't have any shortage of it. Yeah. And a, a text here on the castle heating and cooling text line, kind of a, along those lines, just the, the second half of adjustments. That's what I thought eventually or immediately was that Maryland game, you know, even going back to the UT Rio Grande Valley game where the Illini struggled in the first half, but then they make the halftime adjustments. They get Kofi the ball, and, and things take off. The the two six nine texter says that they know players make plays, but uh, maybe it's time for Brad Underwood to start getting a, a little more recognition for the way that the Illini are playing. And yeah, it, it's it's true. I was looking back, and, and you know, this is why awards are are what they are. Coach K hasn't been national coach of the year in 23 years as he gets ready to retire this year, so you can't put too much stock in that. But what the Illini have done, dating back, I'd say since the calendar flipped to 2020, that end stretch there, and, and all the way through, the way that Illinois has played on on the road, Doug talked about it. It's not easy to do what Illinois has done on the road over the last two-plus seasons, and, and that has a lot to do with the culture and what Brad Underwood has done. Not only is it not easy, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you go back and look at, I don't know what it is, 11 of 12 uh, Big Ten road games that they've won. That's crazy. I mean, it's a crazy number, but I'll, I'll make this point about Brad Underwood. You know, he's one of the best in the country in terms of out-of-timeout, drawing plays up. But I think the what makes him so special as a coach, not only the culture that he's put in place, not only how he gives his players, you know, the, you know, he lets them hold each other accountable, right? He's not just a dictator. And I think that goes a long way. But I'll say this, and, and specifically offensively, we know that he values the defensive end and you have to bring it every night. But offensively, there is such a thing as overcoaching. There is such a thing as, hey, you know what? I want to prove I'm the coach. And I know Jeff Alexander handles a lot of that offense. Gentry did it last year. Simple works, right? You know, we talk about that horn set, two guards in the corner, (laughs) you know, a forward and a center up up towards that elbow. And if they cannot stop it, keep running it. And I think as a coach, sometimes you're like, you know, I want to show that it's me. You know, me, me, me. I want to show that it's me and I can draw up something intricate here. He does such a good job of not overcoaching and letting you know what's working work. And, and I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. We talk about the illnesses and the injuries and how he's fought through that. Right now, he's he's got to be a front runner or close to him and Greg Gard for Big Ten Coach of the Year, the way he's been able to kind of you know fill these gaps with you know Curbelo out, Kofi's missed five games, Trent missed a game, Grandison missed a game. You know, it's it's amazing what he's done, and he deserves a ton of credit. 
Newstalk 1493.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here with Evan and Mike. We need to name our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical services for both residential and commercial needs. Call them at 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. We talked about how... a, a a big part of the reason why the Illini shut things down in the second half was Kofi Coburn got going on offense. But I, I don't think there's much debate in the player of the game here today, Mike. And Trent Frazier was just steady Eddie all game long. He didn't start out on uh, Johnson. I can't even remember his name, right? Xavier Johnson, their point guard. Yep. They switch him on him, shut him down in the second half. He's the one who had the offense going in the first half, and then he stepped it up even more in the second half with 14 more points. So that's who I'm going with for player of the game. Likewise, it's it's got to be Trent Frazier for a myriad of reasons. Number one, I think one of my favorite things about Trent Frazier is he has a knack when there's a bad call. Okay, When Trent Frazier, I remember at Marquette, he, he got tripped up dribbling the ball. They made a bad call. He locks in more. He doesn't let it affect him. In the first half, he got called for a moving screen. And initially, you know, he's he's pleading with the ref, but he immediately locks back in. He airballs a shot in the second half and then hits his next two threes. His Just his resolve and the way that he's able to have that mental fortitude. Trent, Trent likely won't be a first-team All-Big Ten guy, but he has first-team All-Big Ten value. And it's a big reason why this team and this program has been so lucky to have him over the, over the next or over the last few years. And the, we can get into the rafter talk and stuff like that. I know there's a last bullet point when it talks about putting someone's Jersey in the rafters and, and it's just, you know, making an impact on the program. It's something along those lines. And Trent Frazier's done that. And he's, he's also my pick for, for player of the game. The super senior moved into eighth all time here tonight and on the scoring list for Illinois history. And he gets our MX electrifying player of the game. They all rise to their feet in Bloomington. Frazier to Hawkins out beyond the three point line. Now to Trent. Frazier rolls right. Shoots a three and got it. Oh, Frazier sets him back down. Frazier with his second three of the game. And when you need a big basket, let's call on number one. Yes, sir. He's been doing it for five years. 23 points, four assists, only one turnover in 36 minutes. What a game for Trent Frazier as the Illini remain in first place with their win over Indiana. Fasteners, etc. Post-game show here. More calls, more texts up next. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. For as long as you can remember, your spouse has been your rock. But when they begin to experience signs of dementia, you both need someone to lean on. Autumn Leaves of Savoy is a pioneer in memory care-assisted living with cottage-style residences that feel just like home. Autumn Leaves staff members provide personalized care for each resident to unlock memories and create meaningful moments. So while your spouse receives the best care available, you can focus solely on loving them. If someone you know is experiencing memory loss, please visit autumnleaves.com. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. What's Casasa checking with Prospect Bank? It's like adding points to the scoreboard for being a good team player. Open an account online at bankprospect.com. Member FDIC. 
The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Williams for Illinois, step back three to tie it, and he buried it from the top of the key. DeMonte Williams, who had seven in the win over Wisconsin, that one halfway down, it came out. Illinois hasn't scored in a while. Here's a jumper for three by Judy from out top, and he buries it. Yeah, there were a couple highlights from the first half as we were talking about. Indiana's guards were pushing the Illini out of all of their sets, and they shot, I believe, only made three of their first 13 shots. The first shot by Kofi in the paint, and then those two from Williams and Goody. Just a number of guys stepping up in different spots today as the Illini get the win over the Hoosiers. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here. Evan Kahn, Mike LaTulip with you. You can join the fan line, 217-356-9397, if you want to call in with your thoughts, or you can text them in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357, as this 217 texter has done. They say, great, great halftime adjustments. It was a grinder. Did they mention, uh, did I mention great adjustments at half? Glad to see Frazier have an excellent game. It was a grinder for about 30 minutes, and whenever I said that I was wrong to start the postgame show, as did Scott Beatty here on the text line, who's not with us for this postgame show, I thought Illinois would come away with the win, but it was going to take making a couple free throws down the stretch and the Illini ink out a, a single-digit victory, but um, those second-half adjustments, Indiana never got anything going on offense it was those two air balls and Illinois shooting themselves in the foot that gave Indiana a little bit of momentum and then they immediately closed the door yeah absolutely I I think the biggest thing when you talk about defensive adjustments in the second half I think everybody you know they picture a coach in the locker room just drawing a bunch of things and diagramming stuff and then you go out there and you execute it sometimes it's just sustained effort right you you sustain the effort long enough until you know, it, it breaks the back of the other of the other team. And, and Robbie Hummel mentioned on the broadcast, they took their soul. They did. They took their soul in the second half, and he's exactly right. And a lot of that starts with Trent Frazier and Kofi Coburn, but it's the balance of this offense. And now, you know, when you're clicking offensively like that, you put so much pressure on the opposing offense to try to create good looks. And when you're shutting that off defensively, that's the result that you get. And, and I think they came out and, and really said, hey, we're going to lock up. Uh, you know, we're going to guard, we're going to rebound, and we're going to play with hellacious effort. And that, and that's what they did, and it's the reason why they came out of there with a 17-point win. And, and even in the first half, uh, you know, 10 of Indiana's 36 points came at the free throw line. And, and the text conversation I was having, you know, uh, they made a number of 10 to 15-foot jumpers that yeah. aren't easy high-percentage looks. So Indiana was making shots to stick around. It's not like the defense was terrible. Same kind of thing against Wisconsin. You know, Wall just got some good looks underneath, and then you you shut down that. Indiana's not making shots in the second half, and, and things end up 
a, a 17 point victory. Uh, 505 texture. There's Larry out in New Mexico says from the land of Lou Henson. Kofi is a monster. Go Illini. Thanks for the text, Larry, all the way out in New Mexico. Rob in Geneva says great win on both ends of the floor. Why was Tuesday's game moved from Thursday to Tuesday? That's because of all the other postponements that have happened over the last month or two in the Big Ten. I believe Purdue has a game to make up with Ohio State or or somebody like that, so they moved up our game, and and Purdue's going to play another game later in the week. Gives uh, Illinois a a bit of a a break there before they face, who's up next after that? Is that Northwestern? Yes, so they'll have five days off before they get that rematch with... The Wildcats. We go to back to the fan line, 217-356-9397. A friend of many of our programs here on our airwaves, Marty out in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Hey, Marty. Greetings, Evan. Greetings, Michael. Hello. Um, How's it going? I'm a former high school basketball coach, but more importantly, I'm 65 years old, going on 66, and I've been watching a lot of games in my lifetime. And I don't remember a 17-point drubbing of Indiana in Assembly Hall before. And you guys will probably find that there's been one, but I don't I don't remember a butt-kicking like this in quite some time. No. So, just... uh, so Illini Stats and Info put this out. This is the largest win ever at the Assembly Hall, which opened 50 years ago, and it's the biggest yeah. win at Indiana since, I believe, 1956 or something like that yes yeah, january I 14th born. yeah I, I missed that when i was born that year i wasn't <laughs> aware what can i say i'm i am uh i'm really pleased that you brought up that trent Frazier ought to be a first team all big 10 he won't be you're right but he should be because he impacts games defensively the biggest adjustment in this game to me was in the second half xavier johnson was hurting him in the first half and they put Frazier on him and that ceased a lot of the penetration a lot of the problems now there, it was team and people helped on the pick and rolls a lot but boy I, Frazier is as good at getting over screens as anybody I've ever seen yeah Mike I was kind of surprised that Trent wasn't on him from the jump that looks like the matchup to me were you surprised that it, it took him a, a minute to switch Frazier on to, to Johnson yeah well I think first things first you you know when you're going down the the line there, you prioritize Trace Jackson Davis, you prioritize, which you know who that matchup is going to be. And then it's Race Thompson's really the second guy because of the threats that he poses at that four spot. So that's going to be DeMonte. And then from there, you kind of have to shuffle and, and figure things out a little bit. You obviously don't want to get Miller Cop going. Parker Stewart is, you can see him in transition, hits a couple threes. He can be electric in, in that regard. But, but yeah, you know, they made that switch. And that's the luxury of, of having a Trent Frazier. It's, hey, if things aren't working, some teams are just, SOL, right? You know, <laughs> if if you're in a situation where you can't stop something and maybe you don't have the guys to stop it. And, and I thought in that first half, yes, they were making those 15, 16 pull-up jumpers. And I think even bigger, they're able to get around the ball screens and get past Kofi downhill. And that's when you put Trent in. Trent fights over that yeah. ball screen. If he fights over that ball screen, Kofi doesn't have to stay as long and they can't get downhill and you keep your regular matchups. Well, so I, yeah, he, I he's just example, he's special. Michael. Yep. I'll give you an example. Uh, Davison from Wisconsin never got going yep. for the most part. Bowie from Northwestern, who's lighting Nebraska up today, lit up Michigan right before we played him. And he didn't get a three until the end of the game when they let him throw a heave up at the end. 
he didn't get a three off that was even reasonable to, to be called a good shot. So Fraser is is one guy that you really can't do without because he can, like DeMonte, he can guard a guy his size or even a little bigger if he has to because he got in. So DeMonte did a, did a hell of a job too, giving up what six inches or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, not too bad. So anyway, guys, I'm happy. I'd like to sweep Indiana this week. Oh, yeah. And then I'd kind of like to sweep Michigan after we play Northwestern, take down Michigan, Michigan State. I, I'm asking for a lot, guys. <laughs> and Northwestern will definitely be a trap game if we beat Purdue. But, hey, what the heck. <laughs> All good points. Enjoy your show as always. Hey, thank you. Thanks for calling in, Marty. You can call the program as well, 217-356-9397. Yeah, as rare as a win is at Indiana, I, I – it might be out there in the Twitter sphere, but I, I don't know how many times Illinois won at Indiana, at Purdue, back-to-back games in the middle of the Big Ten season. It's a it's a tall task, but as we pointed out, uh, you know, the Illini haven't had many road struggles here recently, and, and they look to be kind of on a hot streak. Yeah, no question, but I, I think here's the thing. When you have a really good team like Illinois, and as a fan – you're, you know, you're accustomed over the years to just looking at the schedule and viewing the teams for what they are when you play them. But you got to view, you got to view it as the other team looking at their schedule too and saying, "Dang, we got Illinois, you know, we got <laughs> Illinois coming in here." That's, I mean, it's the same thing back in the NCAA tournament last year where everybody was complaining about the draw. Oh my gosh, we have to play Oklahoma State potentially in the Sweet 16. Oklahoma State has to play you. Yeah. And, and you're a one seed and you're a really good team. So uh, you know, you should have an abundance of confidence. You go and win in Bloomington. And you've won this team. These players have won in Mackey before, right? They've done it. I believe it was two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Trent hit six threes, and they've done it, right? So uh, you know, I know, I know Wisconsin. They got theirs this year, and previous to that, they were four and forty-four, or whatever they were in in wow. Mackey. So I'm sure the Illinois, it's somewhat similar. It may not be four and forty-four, but it probably hasn't happened much. And you mentioned beating Purdue and Indiana, and not even just back to back. You know, in the same season on the road, it's I'm sure it hasn't happened much but you know he makes a lot of good points right you know what Trent brings to this team gosh I don't want the morbid thoughts of next year not having him um but while we have him let's appreciate it let's smell let's smell the roses a little bit huh I mean he, he is just it's in it's getting indescribable um the the impact that he's had and um but not only that just what he does on the floor his mentality and you can see it, it trickles down to the rest of the team and it's the reason why you go on the road you don't really worry about this team uh, because you have a guy like that Underwood and the staff do a great job, but you need players, you know, that are able to, to kind of man the locker room and make sure everybody's on the same page. And Trent does that at a high level. Love us some Trent Frazier here on the Fasteners, et cetera, post game show. A couple more texts before we get to our peak and insurance beyond the expected moment. Benny says always great to win on the road, especially at Indiana. He has respect for Mike Woodson. Congrats to the Illini. Go beat Purdue. There's Scott's text that we referred to earlier. Two and seven texter reports of a Frazier fire in Bloomington, Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis's Player of the Year and All American hopes are lost. Great game from the Illini. Yeah, we can get into that a little bit later, but I know Jackson Davis was in foul trouble in the first half, but he never got going again in the second half. Ends up with six points and six boards on three of nine shooting. A lot of that has to do with Kofi Coburn as well. So, uh, yeah, not not a great game for Jackson Davis. And one more text. 
something else that, that we can get into. Uh, 785 Texter says that they felt that Curbelo looked a little bit uncomfortable. Would like to see him and Hawkins regain their confidence. Certain they can bring some time down the road. Those are two guys that, yes, the Illini need to to play more minutes, to play with confidence in those minutes. And I, I thought Corbello didn't look right either. He was grabbing his head. I don't, I don't want to speculate or anything, but, uh, yeah, he, he didn't he didn't look the same as he did the other night against Wisconsin. Yeah, he got hit in the head in the second half, and um, I remember seeing it and just thinking, oh, boy, I, I hope this isn't, you know, doesn't continue to have lingering symptoms. But, I, like we said, we don't want to speculate there. But, look, Corbello, it's – you're out for two months, you come back, you get COVID, you play 11 minutes the previous game. You're asking a lot of, of a guy, you know, to just be able to come in there in limited minutes and they're trying to rotate him back in. And I thought the way that they inserted him in certain games, and this is the luxury of having Andre Curbelo. When things get stagnant, when you can't penetrate as much, this is a guy that can do it. And you bring him in there and he's the, he's the changeup. Okay. And, and then, you know, when you have Trent Frazier going, when he's in a rhythm, then, you know, Andre Corbello is is on the bench most times. And there's not many teams in the country that are able to kind of have that Swiss Army knife of guys that, hey, we can get it into Kofi. We can hit shots in the perimeter. Trent can take over a game. If we need a change of pace, we can throw Andre Corbello in there. You know, that is really hard to defend. It just is. And, and you know, I, I thought Corbello, although, you know, you could say he looked out of sorts, I thought he was good in the minutes he, he gave in terms of being able to get downhill and get past guys and probe on the baseline. So, that's what you want out of him. I thought there were some moments where he maybe took some shots around the rim where he had some guys on skip passes, and he did throw those. But you mentioned Coleman Hawkins. I want to make the point real quick. Yes, you're going to need him, but I think there's a little bit of an emergence from R.J. Melendez, too. So, you True. know, you may – and that takes a little pressure off of Coleman Hawkins. And uh, he should just be able to come in in his 8 to 10 minutes or whatever it may be and just be confident. But I think the emergence of Melendez and – how he's been able to guard first and foremost and the way he gets through screens, that's going to be very, really valuable going forward. And I think you're just going to see his minutes increase. Our Pekin Insurance Beyond the Expected Moment of the Game is brought to you by Pekin Insurance. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with Pekin Insurance. Visit PekinInsurance.com or contact a Pekin Insurance agent to start defending your assets. When you look at the box score, there's not a whole lot beyond the expected. Trent leads the way with scoring. Kofi does his thing. Plummer, the third leading scorer, he knocked down a a couple trays. So what I'm thinking for for this moment was, we referenced it earlier, those back-to-back air balls. The Illini really could lose the momentum. The crowd's getting into it. Who steps up and and knocks down back-to-back threes and didn't make a shot before or after? None other than Jacob Grandison. Once again, the the guy, he, he was in foul trouble early again, and, and you were talking about it, that play that they ran, and I probably saved it three or four times, and it's the play that they've ran all year is that three-man game between Frazier and Grandison and Kofi. Grandison's the guy who's feeding it from the top of the post, but really knocking down those threes, getting the momentum back, and then never uh, surrendering the, the lead again, uh, that's kind of where I'm leaning for this. Yeah, I know this isn't this isn't best practice having three different ones, but you mentioned the Grandison threes; those are huge. Um, Demonte Williams giving up the height that he gave. He had three blocks today, wow. um, which was surprising. I guess that could be unexpected. Um, and then I'll, I, I want to give a, a, a little shout out here to Omar Payne. Omar Payne in the second half, 
had two different possessions on Trace Jackson Davis, where Trace Jackson Davis just lost the ball out of bounds on the baseline. Yep. And this was when Indiana was a little bit closer. Like this wasn't a, a you know a 12, 13 point game. Those were big moments there. You know, for Omar Payne, it, it kind of sucks the life out of the crowd a little bit. So I, I think all three of those guys in their own way, you know, had some unexpected. We've come to expect DeMonte and and you know the way he fights against those those skilled fours. But but these other guys, man, I you know, it's what makes championship teams is having all these guys contribute in different ways, big or small, you know, two big threes by Jacob Grandison and two, what you could look at as small possessions from Omar Payne defensively, but Mm -hmm. they go a long way in the grand scheme of the game. And and I I guess we could just take the low hanging fruit and Illinois getting their biggest win at Indiana ever. That, that could be a a little bit unexpected, but uh, we're going to go to the highlights because that's kind of what we do here on the fasteners, et cetera, post game show. And and we'll give Grandison's back-to-back threes, the peak and insurance unexpected moment of the game. Frazier pumping bodies with Xavier Johnson gets a pick out top Grandison for three. Got it. Thank you. Nothing but net on that one. Grandison to Frazier. Frazier down the lane, spinning. Out top Grandison for the lead for three. Got it. Grandison buries the three. Up top, just slightly left. And the Illini are in front. 48-46, timeout Indiana. Sometimes I I couldn't tell who was cheering for who. It was just loud a lot of that game. But Jacob Grandison gets our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment. Plenty of text to get to. You can still call in on the fan line here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. As your family grows, so does your responsibility to protect them, even if you're suddenly absent. Pekin Life Insurance Company offers a transitional life insurance policy that provides a high-level life insurance benefit during the years you need it the most and ends with a guaranteed paid-up policy that will be there for the rest of your life. Learn more at PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent about flexible and affordable life insurance today. As a 35-year-old teacher, cancer wasn't on my radar. I'm Katie and I was diagnosed with bilateral breast cancer. The location of my tumor required a precise form of radiation treatment. So after weighing my options, I chose Northwestern Medicine Proton Center. Proton therapy is an advanced form of treatment delivering precise doses of radiation to a patient's cancerous tumor with the goal of reducing the risk of side effects and damage to surrounding healthy tissue. I commuted three hours a day for seven weeks. It could have been unpleasant, but I always felt safe and cared for. For over 10 years, Northwestern Medicine Proton Center has remained the only proton therapy treatment center in Illinois, treating a range of tumor types, including head and neck, pediatric, lung, prostate, brain, and breast. Now I'm cancer-free and back to teaching. Northwestern Medicine. What makes us better makes you better. Visit protoncenter.nm.org. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. You know, there was a few things, and the officials missed a couple, and they told us that, and 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 we kept our composure. We, uh, you know, we got Kofi a couple good looks that he missed, and, uh, you know, we missed a free throw or two, and, and all of a sudden we're out of sorts a little bit, and, and uh, you know, I'm never very comfortable when Jake's not in the game because uh, he's such a good passer, and you know he's got foul trouble early. So I, I felt like we were in a in a really solid place, just being down two, withstanding the energy, withstanding the emotion of the building. 
Brad Underwood talking about his team's composure on the road and securing the win at Assembly Hall in Indiana. Do we call that Assembly Hall 2? I don't mind offending Indiana people. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here with Mike and Evan. Some texts coming in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217 text for great win. However, looking ahead to Hoosierville North on Tuesday if Bo misses two or more calls again, we can't win. Well, and I overcame some some bad calls here today, and uh, maybe it, it's bigger on Kofi to stay out of foul trouble once again, but we've seen Payne and BBV step up over the last few games, so uh, maybe it won't be that big of a deal, but uh, need the big guy on the floor. On Tuesday night, 408 Texter says, great game, wondering if the coaches shook hands. Yeah, the coaches shook hands with about 15 seconds to go. That's why you missed it on the camera. They were uh, both, you know, done it and ready for the game to be over before it even happened, so probably why you missed that. Gary likes having Mike Latulip here with us on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. So do we. Thanks, Mike, for hanging out with us. Carl and Forsyth, big win. Kofi came alive in the second half, but Trent was huge. Go get Purdue on Tuesday. Uh, David texting in says, great show after referencing what, what Mike mentioned, Corbello, when he got hit, and, and then he, he looked to react to it. And uh, concussions are, are a weird thing, um, and we've seen that it, it's had a, a pretty big effect here on, on Corbello. So, yeah, you, you worry anytime you see him take a shot. Yeah, and even in the NBA right now, Donovan Mitchell – you know, has had lingering effects of a concussion. He's yep. been out about two and a half weeks. I think he maybe he might have played, got came back last night, but two and a half weeks is not normal for a concussion. I got I had two of them when I was at Illinois, and uh, you know, the lingering effects are are real. I remember I had like slurred speech for like two and a half months. It was it was not it happened at Wisconsin, and uh, Vito Brown. If you guys remember Vito Brown, gave me a nice little elbow to the top of the head when I was <laughs> wrestling with him in the post. So. Um, so yeah, I was actually, I was out for about a week, week and a half, but the lingering effects are, are real. So it's really tough to, to deal with those things. So a guy like that, and it's different for everybody. Like everybody is reacts differently to it and man, you, you feel for them. And, and this is a tough physical game. It's a tough physical league. So, um, you know, I'm hoping he can stay healthy for the rest of the season here because this team needs it. 6-3-0 Texter believes DeMonte is the best defender on the team. He goes over screens as good as anyone. Io does that on the Bulls, too. That's a, a pretty good luxury to have when, when you're trying to figure out who's the best defender on the team. Is it Trent Frazier? Is it DeMonte Williams? Is it the seven foot 300-pound monster that just takes away all of the paint from most teams? That's why you see so many jumpers from other teams. It's because they don't even want to go at the brick wall that is Kofi Coburn. Uh, the that's why the Illinois has been as good as it is over the last two or three years is they defend at every single position. We've seen how plumbers come along even in these three or four months in the program. Yeah, and, and a lot of teams would be lucky to have one of Trent Frazier or DeMonte Williams. <laughs> and having both of them, it's just, it, you know, you, I, I always reference the play last game against Wisconsin. DeMonte gets hung up on a screen. Johnny Davis goes downhill. Who comes in from the gap and swipes it out of Johnny Davis's hands? Trent Frazier and and it's just that second line of defense and we talk about getting through screens when you get through screens you limit rotation especially when you're in this drop coverage just drop ball screen coverage if you can get over a screen it's less time that Kofi has to stay there and guard the ball handler 
And if they throw back to a guy, you know, you keep yourself out of rotation. It's the reason why they don't give up a ton of threes. It's why Indiana didn't hit a ton of threes today. And that's why teams shoot low percentages from three on Illinois because they stay out of rotation. And a lot of teams try to give up different things, right? And, and those 15 to 16 footers that Indiana was hitting in the first half, that's what Illinois wants you to shoot because for the majority of the game, that's not going to beat you. You're not going to die from – 16 to 17 footers all game because they're one of the lower percentage shots on the you know in the half court plenty of thoughts here on the fasters etc post game show as illinois gets their biggest win at indiana or at the assembly hall since it opened over 50 years ago uh texter shout out from el paso texas great win and great show there's a 312 texter oh here's a, a good one before we send it to break eric in spokane who's been a, a longtime texter of the program says great game makes all those post-game shows during the jg era with the negative normans a fading bad memory yeah that, those were, were things of the past uh mike uh, had to sit courtside for a lot of those games he, he didn't have to endure the post-game shows but uh we we tend to have a little more fun here when the when the Illini wins. So, uh, yeah, this is. It, I've only and, been here. I've only been here for wins. So I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't experienced a loss yet, to my to my knowledge. And obviously, knock on wood. But yeah, you're right. I was I was there, and we had some ups and we had some downs. 2012, 2013 was great. Seven seed, you knock off Gonzaga. You beat a number one seed at the buzzer. We were spoiled my freshman year and John Gross's first year. But you know, yeah. Ooh, ups and downs, but hey, this this program's in a really good, really, really good place nowadays, right? When we can talk about 17-point road wins in Bloomington. Last time I was in that building, uh, I was redshirting my senior year, and uh, Indiana hit 19 threes and scored 103 points. So uh, this was a good change of pace to me. What a time. What a time. Illinois now sitting in first place at 17, well, 17 and 5 overall, but the one that matters is 10 and 2 in the Big Ten. Fasters, et cetera, post game show. Coming up on the end here, get your calls, get your texts in. Well, do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I just assumed... Talk to a real person, talk to someone local, and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. Your family, Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating. The RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line. 217-356-9397 or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 
Grandison dribbles left, back inside to Kofi. Going to work, cross-court pass, Frazier, right side, three. Got it! Trent Frazier again. Frazier gives Illinois a 10-point lead. Xavier Johnson out top, shoots a three, short. Rebound, Jackson Davis off. Blocked, blocked by Kofi. Saved in the corner by Plummer. Kofi says, get that out of here. Oh, what a block by Kofi, and he tapped it gently enough that Plummer could run it down. 61-51, Illinois by 10. Frazier out top, Grandison. Inside to Kofi. Kofi up, and Kofi in. The Illini threatening to run away and hide. 63-51, the Illini lead is 12. Coburn with two more. Grandison the assist. It's the Trent Kofi show right now. Yes, it is, <laughs> and I'm loving it. The Illini did kind of run away and hide at that point. Kofi and Frazier combined for 26 of the Illini's 42nd half points. Kofi added a pair of steals and... Frazier and Coburn both had a block there in the second half as the Illini pulled away and got the win in Indiana. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here with Mike and Evan. You can join the program texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. I don't believe I read this text yet. Sharon says that she thinks when Indiana started missing shots in the second half, they let it also affect their defense. Maybe the tough Illini defense caused them to miss shots, but they gave us more looks in the second half when Kofi is smiling during a game. Always feel better about our chances to win. Go Illini. And uh, Brad Underwood mentioned that in his postgame comments and more in the, the reverse effect in that the Illini were running good sets on offense and they were either getting buckets or the defensive rebounds weren't leading to offense for Indiana as it was in the first half. You run your sets on offense, it doesn't allow them to get transition looks and Indiana to dictate the pace and that helped the Illini. No question. I'm going to take a stab at this analogy right now as I'm sitting here thinking about it, you know, reading that text. So think about football, right? There's, there's different offensive players and defensive players. They're different people, right? Yeah, I mean, I know high school there's a little bit of overlap, but it's two different sets of players. In basketball, it's the same players. So if you are scoring on a team, right, that same team has to go down and, and try to score on you. Mm-hmm. And if you're losing confidence defensively, you're crazy to think that doesn't creep in offensively because, like I talk about, you have to have – you know, it's a little bit more pressure when you're giving up points to come down and score points. So especially if a team is, as I like to say last year, shutting the faucet off um, on you defensively, it's hard. And it's hard to regain momentum when you can't get clean looks. So um, that's the analogy I'll take a stab at. Um, I think it makes sense, but, you know, I, I really do believe that that's the beauty of basketball. It's all intertwined. The mm-hmm. offense impacts the defense. The defense impacts the offense. And you saw elite level on both sides, you know, for Illinois in the second half. Great text there from Sharon on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. You can still get in on the fan line with your calls, 217-356-9397. We need to do our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. With roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community, Hickory Point Bank 
invested and brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse. We kind of give them out uh, along the way, but now that we're in this segment, what were some of your keys to this Illinois win, Mike? Yeah, I think Trace Jackson Davis is such a integral part of this team and not letting him get going in that second half to me was the key. And the reason why is not just because, hey, he could score, you know, he's liable to score 15 to 20 points. It's what the ripple effect is, right? If he starts really getting going, now you're putting more attention. Now you're digging a little bit more. Now he's kicking out. Now there's threes that are falling. Now that's giving you a little bit of confidence. The, the place is rocking. Maybe that helps you defensively. Uh, you know, it's it really is. It ends up being a domino effect. So that that was really my biggest key. And then, you know, secondly, I, I know Illinois missed some free throws, but you know they were able to to get a few back there in the first half on the offensive glass. Kind of kind of sucked the life out of the arena. And and their three point shooting in that last ten minutes of the game really sealed the deal. And like I said, put a ton of pressure on that Indiana offense to try to convert. Yeah, that, that's where I'm going to piggyback off of going back in, into the pregame. I, I thought. I didn't think the Illini were going to have to shoot their way to a win, but I thought they were going to have to shoot it a, a little bit better than they had the last couple of uh, games out, and, and they did that. You said it at the free throw line. You, you take away uh, you know, a, a couple misses from DeMonte Williams, and they're over 70%. They still knocked down 18. Getting to the free throw line was huge. And then the three balls. In the first half, it kept them afloat. And then, yeah, in the second half, that's what really put them away. End up shooting 46% in the second half. 44% overall, and the Illini win it. They, you know, they took care of the ball again here today uh, against Wisconsin. Single-digit turnovers here today, only 10 turnovers. So th- those were keys as well, and, and then, you know, we can't say enough uh, about the defense. Indiana only 3 of 13 from deep, and uh, really, really shut things down. Like you said, started with Tra- uh, Trace Jackson Davis, moved out to the guards, and the Illini hold off Push away, take down Indiana. Our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse. For real Texas barbecue, it's Hickory River Smokehouse. Dine and drive through and pick up. Order online at hickoryriver.com. And by Hickory Point Bank. Coming up to the end here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. I'm Dan Marker from Hickory Point Bank. Something you can count on from your friends at Hickory Point Bank, our values are carved in stone. They're unchanging, unyielding. Based on the golden rule, we were founded on the belief that we succeed when our customers succeed. And since that belief has served us well for decades, we're sticking to it. Put it this way, there's no us without you. And that's something that you can count on. Hickory Point Bank, invested, member FDIC. There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides and it's a meal. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, and caterings. And don't forget, you can skip the drive through line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations, Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria. Lane's Farm and Fleet's big pet care sale is going on now. We're the animal experts, offering a massive selection of great deals on pet food, supplies, and more. Like $5 off assorted 30-pound bags of Nutro Natural Choice dog food. Get a free $10 Blaine's Farm and Fleet gift card with every $50 spent on Purina dry dog or cat food. And get a free $20 Blaine's gift card when you buy a Soresto flea and tick collar for cats or dogs. Save 25% on select dog and cat toys. Select dog and cat health and dental care supplements are 20% off. 
and get free same-day or next-day delivery on any pet purchase of $49 or more. See farmandfleet.com slash pet delivery for details. Keep backyard birds well-fed with 10 packs of Blaine's brand berry, woodpecker, or high-energy suet. Your choice, just $10.99. And for those with backyard flocks, select quart-sized poultry waterers or feeder bases or buy one, get one free. Find value at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Well, the one thing they tried to do in the second half, Doug, was go straight to Trace. And, and uh, you know, it, Kofi's, Kofi doesn't get as much attention as he deserves on the defensive side because he really moves his feet. And, and, and Trace got no angles. And, and everything was over the top of Kofi. Uh, Kofi was chesting him. Um, that was that was our, our game plan going in. But they went to him so much, they, I felt like they kind of got Parker Stewart and some of those guys, Miller Cop, kind of out of rhythm. Um, and, uh, you know, Parker had a great first half, and I don't think he scored the second. But, uh, uh, you know, it was, um, it was it was really good defense. And then, you know, Trent, um, uh, Trent did a really good job on, on, uh, on Xavier Johnson, who had, I think, one field goal the second half. But, uh, again, it was, uh, uh, as you know, Doug, defense, defense travels and it wins. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, you guys. This is Brad Underwood after the game talking about some of the second half adjustments that they made. I know that's a, a, a theme when it comes to Illinois basketball. And, and you saw the adjustments here today as the Illini flipped the didn't flip the script. It was a close game in the first half, but they absolutely shut down Indiana in the second half, leading to a 17-point win. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here with Mike and Evan. Some Thoughts still rolling in on the text line. Oh, yeah, we were going to start with a, a little bit of comedy. Uh, somebody saw on Twitter every time Brad Davison kicks out his leg while shooting a three, an angel gets its wings. Or maybe when he doesn't get away with it, an angel gets its wings. But I don't disagree with that. Uh, I didn't quite understand this one. Maybe somebody else gets the reference. 502 Texter says, great win. Can I put my Cardia Mobile away for a couple of days? Uh, maybe that's an, an autocorrect mistake that, that's kind of getting lost in translation there. Um, another texter asking what Illinois shot at the free throw line. I think we mentioned it last segment. They shot 69.2%, 26 free throws. I haven't dug in, but... That sounds almost like a, a season high for free throw attempts for the Illini. Yeah, I know they were close to 30 in a couple games. Um, and, and I know a few of those were late, but also Kofi did a great job. I, I know he was five for nine today, but uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like every time Illinois, you look at their free throw numbers, Kofi's typically shooting a third of them. Um, <laughs> so that's when you look at percentage and, you know, if they're shooting in the high 60s as a team, which, you know, this year I think they're a little bit above what they were last year. But, you know, Kofi's typically shooting a third of those. So if Kofi shoots them well, the team typically shoots them well. Um, you know, five for nine isn't obviously his best. But, um, but man, you, if you're able to knock those down, they have three guys in their starting lineup that are shooting over 80%. And getting those guys on the line at the end of games to be able to close things out, that's absolutely invaluable and uh, not every team has that. So, you know, I think when it comes tournament time, when it's late February, early March, 
NCAA tournament, you're going to want guys, those 80 percenters and, and above, to be on the line closing out the game. And that was something that Plummer was doing early, who only ended up knocking down two threes. He was six of seven from the line, and that's just, that, that's going to be huge you know, down the stretch. He's one of the, the few guys that has shown consistently, and it doesn't really make sense, but they were keying on the threes early on him. Uh, they, they knew that what, that's what he did, and, and, and he's shown that he'll take it to the rack when he needs to, and, and he's got the ability to, to draw fouls. So when, when he's getting to the line, like you said, him, Frazier, I'd love to, for DeMonte to knock down a, a few more free throws, but w- when you're doing the defense that he does against taller guys, he's bringing in the boards, you know, you can only be so perfect. So, uh <laughs> Uh, can't can't complain too much uh, about that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm getting some help here from my producer, who I, I have neglected. Thank you, Kathy Reiser, for helping out behind the scenes. Uh, Accordia Mobile is an EKG gizmo that you connect to your cell phone. So yeah, hopefully you can chill out for a, a couple days. No game. Illinois got the win. Sit back. Don't enjoy the Pro Bowl. Maybe watch some college basketball tomorrow or, or something else. But uh, yeah, yeah, you should be all right. But be ready on Tuesday. That game, it, it's going to be just like it was here at the Assembly Hall about three weeks ago. Uh, we'll take our final break. Come Back, wrap this up, and look ahead to that Purdue game here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. If you're a contractor, Pekin Insurance has you covered with policies that fit your needs. Contact your agent to learn about coverage for buildings, business personal property, general liability, and a host of additional endorsements and coverage enhancements to keep your contracting business well protected and running smoothly so you can focus on the job, not the what ifs. To learn more, go to PekinInsurance.com. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. Go Illini. Yeah, Trent eats up pressure, and and they you know they were, you know they were trying to wear him out, and and you know what what most people don't know is it's really hard to wear that sucker out. I mean that's <laughs> that's just a rechargeable uh, Energizer Bunny there. You know he just never gets tired, and uh, you know he we got him a good blow in the first half, but uh, uh, you know he does it at both ends, and and you know goes eight for eleven, and you know makes three threes, and makes his free throws, and four assists, and. You know, has one turnover against all that pressure. Come on, now that's that's pretty special. And and uh, uh, like I said, I, I say it all the time. Glad he's on our team. Brad Underwood giving some love to Trent Frazier after. Nope, I don't want to do that after this game here. Frazier finishing with a team high, game high, twenty three points on eight of eleven shooting. Think back just last Saturday, had a tough night in, in the win against Northwestern. Flips the script here today, perfect from the free throw line, four assists as well in this Illini win. Coming up to the end here on the Fasteners, etc. post game show with Mike and Evan. Few texts coming in here, Jeff in New York. 
says, uh, great to be Indiana and Bloomington, wondering if Trent's getting any notices from NBA scouts, and this is something that we've kicked around, and I, I thought for a while, it, it, before his defense came around, Trent Frazier was very good at college scorer. He could have, you know, still been a legend at the Illini. Ever since his defense kicked in and we knew his offense didn't go away, I think he he plays defense so well that the hype won't matter. And maybe he does get some looks at the next level. Definitely elsewhere, but specifically in the NBA, I, I think he's played himself into those conversations. Yeah, I think he may not get drafted, right? But at the same time, there are two things that you have to do well in the NBA. And it's the reason why Kendrick Nunn is playing in the NBA and his year at Oakland was what propelled him to that. And it's, can you get through ball screens? And are you really good in ball screens offensively? And I think that just like the defense, the offense and the way that he's really handled ball screens in these past couple of years, specifically this year, I think is what can potentially give him a chance. It's a ball screen league. So if mm-hmm. you're not good in ball screens offensively or defensively, you're not playing in the NBA, especially you know at, at his size. So I think he's been potent on both sides. He's gotten so much better offensively in ball screens. And, and similar to Io, I, you just can't count out the kid. Uh, yep. I think there's, you know, you can talk about measurables and he does this on offense, he does this on defense, but the kid is, a, you know, it's a big deal factoring in character, factoring in work ethic. We've talked about how much Kofi and Io have valued their own development. Trent's the same way. I mean, you could argue that nobody's developed as much as Trent has over these last couple of years in terms of what, how he shifted his impact. Io comes in, Corbello comes in, and he still finds a way. So if you're an NBA team, you look and say, hey, it doesn't matter what role we put him in. He has proved to have impact, you know, in every single way. So um, whether it's the Pat Beverly route, you know, you go play – three, four years overseas, you're in Turkey, you're in Greece, and then all of a sudden you come over to the NBA. P.J. Tucker did the same thing, but both those guys defended a high level. And, and they're both, you know, PJ, or Pat Beverly's good in ball screens, but can be more of a spot-up guy as well. Trent Frazier has a lot of game to him, so it, it would not be crazy to think of him wearing an NBA jersey at some point. Yep. All good thoughts there. Uh, Josh Indicator, and if this is the – I, I guessing this is the same Josh Indicator. He used to send us poems last year before Illinois games when they were on that great run. But uh, uh, thoughts are, are with Josh and his uncle, John, who, who passed away uh, apparently today. But he says that he never missed an Illini game and he would have enjoyed and he probably wasn't enjoying Illinois knocking off the Hoosiers today for their biggest win at the Assembly Hall in its 56-year history. And uh, a Final text here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line as we, we've we enjoyed the win for, for 30 minutes, so now we're on to the next. Uh, Mitch says, great post-game show. Really enjoy having Mike on, and, and he wonders what the key is to beating Purdue come Tuesday night. Just like it was in the first game, and I know they have a lot of really good players on that team, it's Sasha Stavanovic. Um, you know, you have to limit him. I know right now they're up on Michigan – um, you know, up by nine and Sasha at, at the current moment has three points, but Illinois is a better team than Michigan, right? Like, you know, there, there's a way for Purdue to win that game with him not playing well. I know. Okay. Yeah. He's up to five points now, but look, it's the Kofi Edie matchup. It's keeping Ivy out of transition. It's limiting all these different ways that Sasha finds openings for three point shots. And there's no one better in college basketball. And I mean this, there's no one better moving without the ball. And Sasha Stavanovich. 
he's a great screener. And when you're a great screener, yeah, he just, it's like JJ Redick in a way. It's, you know, when JJ got to the NBA, he's, you know, him and Steph Curry are probably the two that are the best at finding little nooks to set screens and, and curl. And you have to be ready for 40 minutes to chase, to chase him off a ball screen. The second you fall asleep, he's finding a crease. He's coming off a screen. And that's where the heightened awareness has to be on those guys. And, and Purdue doesn't have the best defense. They don't. And, and I know Illinois has been pretty potent here in the last couple of games offensively, but it's going to come down just like it did today. Defense travels, effort travels, rebounding travels. And if you can check those three boxes, you can put yourself in a really good spot, not only just to win the game in Mackey, but, but kind of start shutting the door a little bit on this big 10 race, move mm-hmm. to 11 and two. This is going to go a long way. Splitting these games would, would be fine. But winning both of them with the rest of the schedule, I think the Indiana and Purdue game were when you looked at this schedule, you say, hey, oh, those are two tough ones there. Mm-hmm. But if you can knock those out, I don't know, man. You know, you're 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 in a good spot here coming down the stretch. Yeah, the Illini with the win today sit at ten and two overall in conference. Don't want to assume there's still a lot of basketball left, but uh, Purdue looks like they're in the lead, so they'll go in. Uh, nine and three. So if you you put that two game buffer in, the games pretty much cancel each other out that, that Illinois and Purdue played. So and we know how well the Illini is playing against the rest of the conference. We know or we saw that Wisconsin was a bad matchup. Tuesday night is the best bat- matchup that the Big Ten can offer. Two of the best teams, offensively, not necessarily defensively, but just talent wise. Um, yeah, the Illini are going to have to be good in, in a number of areas to get the win on the road at Mackey, but I, I think they can do it. Absolutely. And and you talk about the matchups, right? Wisconsin, in my personal opinion, Illinois is the worst matchup for Wisconsin mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. And you could probably argue this. Illinois is a bad matchup for a lot of teams in the Big Ten. But specifically when you talk about the top-tier teams, Wisconsin, Illinois is a bad matchup. Purdue, Illinois is a bad matchup. It's the same thing. You can You can – basically get neutralized with Kofi and, and, and Zach Eady and Trevion Williams, and then it comes down to this perimeter play, right? So how, how much are you going to accept the challenge defensively? And like I said, that's going to determine the outcome most likely in this game, but Mackey's going to be rocking on Tuesday, <laughs> man. It's, it's, uh, it's one that I'm looking forward to. If we can get a repeat of the January game with, a, you know, with an outcome that's more in favor of the orange and blue, uh, you, know, you, can't, you can't, really, uh, can't really hate that. So we definitely looking forward to that. If the January matchup wasn't the game of the year, Tuesday night's game will be. Things will get started with sports talk at 4 o'clock, but pregame starts at 6, the tip-offs at 8, and, and then we'll be back here for the Fasteners, etc. postgame show. Just about to wrap, but Fred is getting in here under the wire on the fan line. And uh, Fred, what do you got for us? Hey, I think, uh, uh, you know, watching that Michigan-Purdue game, I think Purdue's going to be a tough ball game. But if we play the way we played second half, I don't see any reason why we should beat Purdue. Yep, yep. Defense, uh, I think the defensive intensity is, is going to be the difference, and, and that's what they had there in the second half. So, uh, And we saw it uh, against Wisconsin, too. This team is turning into a, a second-half team. If they play a full 40 minutes, not a whole lot of worries on, on Tuesday night. Now, is that game at 8 o'clock on ESPN again? Yes, it is indeed. Okay, perfect. Go Illini. Go Illini. Hey, appreciate the call at the end there, Fred. We'll, we'll call it there for the Fasteners, etc. postgame show. 
Thank you for everyone who tuned in, who called in, who texted in. Thanks, Kathy Reiser, for helping out behind the scenes. Mike, for chipping in with all of his knowledge. You going to come back on Tuesday night do the postgame show? Yep. Should be good to go. All right. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, we're celebrating another Illinois win. That's going to do it here for the Fasters, etc. postgame show. We'll talk to you next week. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1493.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.